Harper Audio presents Secret Sisters, a novel by Joy Calloway, performed by Alana Kerr Collins. I solemnly pledge my loyalty to the sisterhood of Beta Zai Beta until the end of my days. I promise that above all else, my purpose will be to foster equality and intellect among women, for a chain of linked hands is mightier than the most menacing army. The Pledge of Beta Zai Beta Chapter 1 I had always thought Christmas pudding a disappointing choice for a celebration. Most were either gummy or hard, and our elderly neighbors was the worst of all. Yet Mother had always served it on Christmas Eve anyway. Here's to us. We may not be rich, but we're rich in what matters. She'd said the same thing every year, whispering it in my ear as she handed me the white china saucer painted with holly leaves. Realizing I was holding my train ticket in my hand, a train ticket I wouldn't get to use. I set it down on the windowsill. I blinked back tears, grasping at unpleasant memories, the way the crunch of stale currants made my teeth hurt, the way my father had rolled his eyes the first time I'd cut a slice for my stepmother, Vera, and my stepbrother, Lucas, the year after mother passed away. It didn't help. Nothing could change the fact that I couldn't get home, that a blizzard had taken the last trace of my mother at Christmas time. Pulling the lace-edged cuff of my wool nightgown into my palm, I stretched my hands out to the steam heater. I could barely see out of the dormitory window. It was early yet, and frost shuddered most of the pane, except for a small edge at the bottom cleared by the steam. Normally, Lily and I had quite a view from our attic room, of Old Main's limestone tower down the hill, the south side of the old brick wall surrounding campus that Archibald Whitsitt had originally constructed as a settlement fence back in 1793, and the tiny line of buildings that comprised Whitsitt's main street in the distance. Today, I could only make out the snow gathering on the dormitory's roof and rising up the trunks of the ancient oak trees lining the drive down to campus. Even if the snow stopped, even if the trains were still running, I would never be able to procure a coach to the station in this weather. I turned around, my gaze falling on the small leather trunk I'd packed the night before, and then on the cherry armoire I shared with Lily. The door was open, displaying three of my ensembles and two of hers, all in drab winter shades of gray and brown. Lily's hunter green velvet costume was missing. I sighed and sank down on my single bed, fiddling with a fraying star patch on my quilt and leaning against one of the short carved posts at the foot. Lily's bed, identical to mine, was made up neatly, her grammar textbook stacked on the table between us. Where had she gone? Surely not far. It would be impossible to venture out in this weather, and she had planned to stay on campus for the holiday anyway. The New England home for little wanderers wasn't exactly a home to return to, and Vera had insinuated that she and my father and Lucas were quite cramped enough without a house guest. Come along, dear Beth, our Christmas tea waits. Lily danced into the room, holding two sprigs of evergreen. She extended one of them out to me and inhaled the other, 
and at once it occurred to me that perhaps missing my train was meant to be. What tea? I asked. And where have you been in the storm? I, I know that you must be so disappointed, what with the blizzard and all. But Cook Evans kindly left a feast in the icebox and two baskets of pastries, same as last year. And we have the whole place to ourselves. It's like living in a mansion, really. I knew it wasn't true, that last year she'd been lonely and quite frightened in the dormitory all alone. Even our warden, Miss Zephaniah Stewart, departed north to visit distant relations in Michigan for the holiday. But this year was different. This year we had each other, and since neither of us really had anyone else, I was glad for it. Lily breezed past me and extinguished the oil lamp on the table between our beds. She smelled like wood smoke, and her dress was dotted with ash. Perhaps it is, though I doubt most mansions.